You said it's on me? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, it is, but whenever you're ready. All right. Wake your butt up! Wake up, Mr. West! Wake up, Mr. West! Mr. West! Mr. West! Mr. West! What's going on, everybody? My name is Hobson Randall McCain III, and I'm here with you uh, with my host, Kermit Ray Thomas Jr. How you doing today, Kerm? I'm good, man. Good. Living life. Loving life. To the fullest. Yeah, man. Doing big things out here, you know. First week of law school for the for the for the G. So um, everybody be wishing wishing you good luck. Hey man, trying to be great. You know what I mean? Hey, that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been a it's been a interesting week um, in terms of politics and um, culture and and Black America uh, in general. It's just been a lot going on. Um, but we're going to start off with these questions. You're on the hot seat this week. I got a question. So, first question. NCAA football, yes or no? Are, are you letting the season play out? Nah. I think, Trump, think? Yeah, Trump wants the season to play out, apparently, but I, I think that's stupid. Yeah, uh, so, so, I mean... I understand that. Um, did you see Trevor Lawrence's? No, 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 no. I understand wanting it to not, um, like, you know, all the arguments for not playing the season all make sense and are all valid. And I really, I can't think of any reason to play the season except for those people who, um, you know, like, this is this is their shot to, to make it, I guess. Um, and, you know, you know, in a lot of these schools, education isn't really the focal point for football players and stuff like that. So, um, that, 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 that's my only concern. Did you see Trevor Lawrence's, um, response to it? I didn't. What did he say? Um, he was basically like, uh, they're more likely to contract Corona in an uncontrolled environment. Um, and that in, when they're playing football, they'll, you know, they'll be required to have screen, you know, presumably they'd be required to have screenings and be required to do certain things and take certain measures to avoid, um, the spread of the virus, as opposed to when they're back home, you know, it's more so self, um, you know, self-controlled and self-enforced. Um, so he was like, you know, being in that controlled environment um, for a lot of guys is like, a, you know, that's like their release. And it, it would ensure the, you know, the, the reduction of the spread. Um, and, and I thought it was an interesting argument because I, I feel like if implemented correctly, could because you see what they're doing in the NBA, right, with the bubble and everything like that. And I think that that's phenomenal. Like, I think it's, it's amazing what they're doing. Um, and if, if that sort of system could be implemented on, um, you know, a campus level or something like that, I do think that that, that could be a, um, you know, potentially beneficial thing for everyone, you know? Yeah. Nah. You said nah. <laughs> nah. I get it though. I get I definitely get it. I don't trust the NCAA or the NFL to put together a plan as well as the NBA did. Oh no, no. No, for, I mean no, for no, a no, number no. of different reasons, but I think my number my number one reason would, would be because I just I don't think they have effective and smart leadership. My number two reason would be it's just it's so many more it's so many more people. 
a football team yeah. at minimum has 45 people on it. A basketball team has 15 on, <clears throat> on I'm, and that doesn't include like staff um, of the team, uh, you know, I don't know, towel boys, assistant coaches, coaches, cheerleaders, like, you know, yeah. stuff that they factor in and stuff like that. But at minimum, you have 45 players. Um, so it's just, it would be so much. It, it would be have to be like the NBA bubble, but on a grander scale. The NBA has 15 players per team um, or less. So it's just kind of like figuring that out seems way more manageable than figuring out how to do college football. Yeah, um, and, and 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 that's why I said like it, it's more presumably and like um, hypothetically if, if a system could be implemented. Um, but I think, you know, the system that they're talking about now where it's like just in-conference games – um, and, you know, I don't even know if they've completely restricted fans from attending because obviously a large portion, you know, a large incentive for having the season go on is like a monetary incentive. Um, so I, I, I haven't seen anything where it's said that fans are going to be restricted, but I'm sure that um, some schools have. So, um, you know, I, I don't think that the system they currently have in place is, you know, valid or e- anywhere near what the NBA has, but, um, you know, if they could, it'd be, it'd be neat. But yeah. like you said, I don't think they got the people in place. But anyway, moving on to this second question. Um, so there's there's a uh, professor, PhD doctor. Uh, or I guess that's redundant, but um, <laughs> <laughs> his name is uh, Alan Lichtman. And um, he, he's had this prediction system for predicting uh, the winner, the, the outcome of presidential elections. Uh, that system has been accurate since Ronald Reagan's re-election victory in 1984. Um, Donald Trump was going to win? Yes, he, he predicted that Donald Trump was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and he predicted that Donald Trump was going to lose um, in this upcoming November and November, uh, this upcoming election in November, excuse me. Um, so the question, do you think it's possible for Joe Biden to talk himself out of this election? Talk himself out of it? Like say the wrong thing? And- yes, just, just, just be like, idiotic enough to nah bro it's you don't think man it's too late this man is ridiculous dog joe biden the, all joe biden has to do at this point is appeal to like 15% of the white people and he has it because the people of color are just not having this um, so yeah you you just need some of the white people that voted for trump and some of the white people that didn't go vote and uh, you got an election uh, well, I mean, one thing I like to remind people all the time is that, like, I, we, I think we talked about this at one point, but Black people, people of color, elected Donald Trump, right? Like, there's not a state except for, like, one in the entire country uh, where more white people voted for Donald Trump than Black people. I mean, voted for Hillary Clinton. I'm, I'm sorry. My, I'm confusing my language. Yeah. There's no state in the country except for one where more white people voted for Barack Obama than people of color. Like in every state, less white people voted for Barack Obama than anything else. People of color won that election. White people helped out. I think the same thing is gonna happen for, um, same things gonna happen for uh, Joe Biden. I don't think he can he can dissuade people of color. He has to he has to convince the white people to vote for him. And I okay so. I don't it, like. I don't think he would say anything to lose the war. Like where Joe messes up all the time is with people of color. He don't. Joe, what, what Joe be saying that up that would upset white people? 
know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, and, and but that, that that's my thing more so is that, um, you know, I, I think he does say things that upset the, the folks who are going to influence the election, um, you know, black people and people of color. So, um, you know, even with his recent comments this week, and, and I understand, I understood, well, let me let me not say that. I didn't understand his comments. I Like, I understood more so what he was trying to say in, like, a political sense, um, you know, about the... the, the difference between the the black community and the um hispanic community in terms of voting like um i, b- I believe he said that the unlike the black community the the his, the hispanic or latinx community is um very diverse in terms of the things that they support and everything like that um and, and people got on him about it saying that he was saying that black people were a monolith and and things of that nature um but you know that's that's the political climate we're in, and it's like I think shouldn't something to complain about. To be honest, with you. I think he could have said it better, though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, so I wouldn't argue that like he couldn't have said it better. What I'm, what I'm arguing is like, on the, is that an offensive statement, right? Like, like is the in the reality of it, are we saying that like, um. Are we saying that like that statement is offensive to black people as a whole because it portrayed us to be a monolith? I mean, I think that black people are trying to break out of this idea that we're a monolith. You know, even even in terms of, um, you know, how law enforcement and people, white people, see us, and you know, right now the monolith is like negative towards like a, a threat and 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 a thug and things of that nature, but. You know, I know Joe Biden was talking about that specifically, but yes, I think that black people in general do don't want to be um, labeled, you know, as a monolith. You know, so as a I whole. disagree. I, so I disagree because I don't. I, I'm 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 struggling with the monolith term term in general because um, uh, one thing that black people have been very strategic about making clear not black people but like Democrats like it's been a part of the political climate this go round and in 2016 as well, is that Black people are the most consistent voting base of the Democratic Party. I think his statement speaks more to that than to anything, right? Like, yeah. in, in every dynamic, what you can trust is that, like, regardless of the fact that a Black person lives in Massachusetts or a Black person lives in Georgia, you can genuinely trust without what he said, which is, like, uh, except for some notable exceptions, that they will vote democratically. I don't think that that's an insult. And I also don't think that that's something that we would view as an insult, especially if we've been pushing the narrative that we are the most consistent voting base of the Democratic Party, if that makes sense. No, 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 I I understand completely what you're saying. I'm just saying that some people didn't, um, They, they the, the message wasn't received, it wasn't seen from a political standpoint, uh, in terms of, or at least it wasn't seen from a voting standpoint. Um, I know, I, I think. You. But so, so that, that that that's my only issue is like, you know, as as the as the uh, p- potential president, a presidential candidate, um, you know, ideally you you you'd want to know the the voting block that's going to be the most influential in getting you elected. Um, for Joe Biden, that is black people. He said it time and time again that black people are you know his biggest group of supporters, and yet he continues to you know have these missteps and hiccups. Um, when addressing the black community uh, and and now there's a conversation to be had about whether his missteps are 
uh, uh, do they outweigh Donald Trump's four, you know, four years of overt, like, you know, trips, I don't know, uh, an ex- a hyperbolic statement of a misstep, you know, um, but, you know, I, so, so that, that's a question, but, um, I just, I we'll think, see. I mean, I, I just, I feel like, um, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just feel like we're in, we're, it's just the space, the climate that we're in, right? Like we look for things to to necessarily bring up, talk about, start a conversation about, argue about, you know, um, mm. complain. Not, this is not meant with a negative connotation, but to complain about. This to me is just, it just simply feels like one of those things that was not necessary to complain about. Does Joe Biden say things that bother me on a consistent basis? Uh, I mean, I would I would argue that that's very much a thing. I just think that this particular thing, right, this statement, the last two things mm-hmm. that Joe Biden has said about Black people that has, like, put gone, like, all over the place, which is the one, like, if you have a problem voting from between me and Trump, then you ain't Black, right? Yeah. And this, right? Uh, and this is, you know, unlike the African-American community, the, um, uh, the Latinx community is very diverse. Um, I just don't, I just don't, first of all, um, not, not bringing into, into account the fact that there are Afro-Latinx people, um, but, but I want to be clear about that. That's not something I'm forgiving Joe Biden for. It's something that I'm not expecting Joe Biden to understand because I don't think we as a people necessarily understand it yet, right? So it's just not an expectation that I have of him. Um, because I, I don't think black people have that all the way down as of yet. But the reality of it is, it was I I I didn't even see it. I think I think the black folks that I talked to, I talked to multiple people, some who like were bothered by it, like you are, and some who were just like, I think it was, I think it was just, I th- I felt it was more of a compliment than anything. I didn't feel like it was a, it was a thing that he was disrespectful about. So I think it just, I, I think it just depends. For me, this just didn't make the list of things that I need to make sure that Joe Biden apologizes to me about. Like, I just didn't feel that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's real. Um, That's real. So we'll go ahead and push on to this last question. Um, Donald, Donald, uh, you know, Donald's a big man of man of God. He's a he's a Christian and he he loves God in two Corinthians. Um, (laughs) With that being said, he said that if Joe Biden was elected, it would uh, it would hurt God. Absolutely. Um, do you think that America will ever consider or uh, be ready for a non-Christian president or like a president that doesn't at least pretend to be Christian? Because, you know, I don't identify Donald Trump as a Christian. No. Nah. Nah. You don't think you don't think so? Not openly. Like Donald Trump is obviously not a Christian. Uh, he's obviously not a person that like cares about the existence of the Bible in any way, shape or form. Um, but you know, he plays the part well enough for white people to be okay, to be like, Mm. I don't, I don't think if anybody ever walked up and was like, I don't do that God stuff. Um, but I want to be president. I don't think that would happen. Um, it's just, it's just a, it's just a thing for people. I don't know what it is. Like Donald Trump, like was, was the most heinous person. Like (laughs) I was about to say ever. But like on a scale, like in modern history, like he was just genuinely yeah. famous individual, right? Um, and won the presidency with evangelical folks talking about how he would represent God, right? Um, when the I I'll use the most the worst thing was the like um, 
you know, I, I, you know, you when you got all this money, you can just grab them by the pussy, right? Yeah. That to somehow to evangelical folks, that was still not as horrible, right? This is this has stuff to do with the patriarchy, obviously, and all that other cool stuff that we talk about all the time. But that was still <laughs> not as horrible as Pete Buttigieg being gay, right? Like Pete Buttigieg being gay and saying like, "Yo, like I love God." You know, I appreciate God. God is an active part yeah. of my life. I read my Bible every day. You know what I mean? Um, that was worse than Donald Trump saying, you know, you can just grab these women by the pussy if you want to. Um, so <laughs> I just think there's a way in which people connect with quote unquote Christianity that they'll never be able to. Uh, maybe maybe hundreds of thousands, not in our lifetimes. I don't I, yeah, in yeah. Our lifetimes, that, that won't be a thing. Okay. Right. That's, that's real. Um, so I appreciate you for being on the hot seat. Um, I'd be killing it. So, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I think, I think we both, you know, be getting, getting into our little flow. No, 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 not really you, you, you less so than me, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be killing you injure it when you're on the hot seat. I kill it. You know uh, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it leave you limping. It leave me, you know, crippled, <laughs> crippled, decrepit. <laughs> Can't even move. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and jump into these topics. Um, Donald, I guess Donald got fed up this week with uh, Democrats and Republicans arguing over coronavirus release. Um, he, he announced that he signed four executive orders. Um, in reality, one was an executive, uh, an official executive order. The other three were labeled as memorandum. Um, which is, you know, less than an executive order, but still kind of like a, hey, let's try to do this. Um, but anyway, um, the, the four executive order, essentially he um, delayed payroll taxes um, for anyone making under $104,000 a year. Um, so essentially folks will have a increase in their check. 6.2% of your check is, you know, withdrawn and applied towards Social Security. And then your company has to match that 6.2%. Um, and all that money is not going to be applied towards the social security fund. And as we know, social security fund is already, uh, running low. Um, so a lot of people are looking at this as the beginning of the end of social security, um, and social security benefits. Um, this is a temporary measure. Uh, it's going to, you know, be up in December 31st and then all of those taxes will be due again. Um, so it doesn't really, really help people that much it's just gonna um you know uh, uh, increased tax at some other time um to make up for it so um that that's one of the executive orders um he also had another one where he extended unemployment aid and coronavirus aid the stimulus package uh and there, there's a lot of a lot of questionable things going on with the stimulus package where you might not be eligible for the money if your state doesn't have enough money to supply, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then another one in housing where he said that officials can consider halting evictions. Um, the big problem with this around the, uh, well, in, in DC at least, was that Congress you know, has the power of the purse. Um, Congress is supposed to be the ones that uh, negotiate and discuss taxes and enforce taxes. Um, on the people um, because they represent the people. Um, so this was seen as kind of a runaround, a constitutional runaround, like just completely ignoring the constitution and constitutional roles, which wouldn't be the first time. 
Um, but one, I guess, did you, were you concerned with these executive orders? Um, you know, do you think that they were, um, you know, beneficial? And um, were, you know, do, do you think they were a threat to the constitution? Were, were, they, were they really uh, that, that big of a threat? Are my questions? Uh, that nigga can't do none of that shit. Like, I mean, that was that was the biggest takeaway from his entire thing. He couldn't, he can't, he can't do any of it. Like, I mean, and the reporter was like literally in the middle of asking him, like, "Do you know that you can't do this because of the precedent that it sets?" And that's when he walked away. Um, yeah, you talking about the female reporter? Yeah, like he can't, mm-hmm. he cannot do those things. Um. I mean, even even like he was like, we're gonna give you all, what was it, four hundred dollars? Yeah. The will the, this decrease the federal aid amount, the federal unemployment benefit to four hundred dollars a week, so that you so that you all still receive it. Like that's supposed to some of that is supposed to come from the states, um, and which requires them to be on a different system, which means it'll take months for that to be put together. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody doesn't block it, because the president can't do that, like you know what I mean. If and then when they asked him, he because somebody else asked him about that beforehand, and then he was like, "Well, if a judge or a lawyer uh, or, or a lawyer tries this, or a judge uh, blocks this, um, that's just you know an example of a Democrat not wanting people to get the money that they deserve." And it's like, nah, nigga, it's because you can't do this, like you know what I mean, like it's because you couldn't yeah. be able to do this in the first place. So it's it's. I mean, it was all, it was lip service and it was, it was annoying. It was an annoying lip service. Um, do you think, uh, I mean, do you think that that ploy, because essentially what I thought it was, was, um, you know, a big, a big statement for his supporters that everybody oh, can think that he's doing something. That's exactly uh, what and, Yeah. Um, and then. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but to your point, like most people probably aren't going to read this deep into it. Right. So they're not going to know that. Yeah, they're not going to know that any all of this stuff is not really, you know, realistically, you can't implement this, um, any of these orders. Um, even the Social Security, like I said, that's a temporary thing. And all that money is going to either have to be paid back or the Social Security fund is going to, you know, have a million, millions and millions of dollars that it's losing. Um, so, you know, do you, do you think that that ploy will, will work in terms of, um, you know, maybe softening up some people who are less uh you know not really against him but not you know more teeter-tottering um because this could be you know if they don't read into it this could be seen as donald trump got tired of the partisan is you know the partisanship in congress and tried to do it his way um and that's what i've seen a lot on that's what uh mitch mcconnell said um he's you know he was like i'm, I'm glad that Donald Trump tried to explore other actions in getting Americans relief because the Democrats don't want to, um, you know, make a deal, um, which is not true. Uh, obviously, Democrats just they want a deal that's going to help people. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, man. It, it's a it's an interesting situation. Um, Donald obviously doesn't understand the Constitution very much. Uh, he doesn't. He hasn't read it. Um, just like uh, you know, he he has shown in the last four years, but. Anyway, yeah, I mean, um, it's, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we know, uh, we know from our interactions with them more as of late than you know, in, ever in my life. But they don't know anything, um, and they don't make an effort to know anything. So, for, uh, if you're feeding your base 
the only thing that you need to feed your base for Donald Trump is that you did you tried something. And the yeah. reason that it didn't work is not because of the Constitution or not because this is America. It's, it's, it's precisely because of like the liberal people who don't want to work with anybody. They just want to give everybody free handouts, quote unquote, or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's... I mean, it's a whole thing, man. It's 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 an, it's entirely it's entirely a political play. Uh, the interesting thing about this climate that we're in right now is that, you know, you you can't do Donald can't do campaign rallies, right? He can't. No, no, nobody can, right? You're not walking around yeah. hugging babies, not kissing them. So his his campaign strategy has to be from the White House, and um, it's I don't I mean I, I don't know if it's gonna work or not. You know what I mean? I, it doesn't seem like it will because it's just not possible uh but you know people don't read stuff people don't watch stuff and then on top of that if they do read or watch stuff they only read and watch stuff that like um that reaffirms the shit they already believe so yeah com probably wrote an article about how much donald trump is trying to do and how democrats are blocking him and you feel like you got real news today um yeah so I mean, it's it's a whole thing. But but long story short, I mean, you kind of broke it down. The fact of the matter is, he cannot do the things that he put in that he like tried to do within the midst of that executive order and those memorandums. If he is blocked, that is why because he doesn't have the officially the power to do that. If for some reason they don't block him, right? If for some reason a judge has it on their desk and says, you know, I'm not going to block this because of the pandemic that's going on right now. Um, it's still a months long process to put in play, right? Like I said, with that money, the the he the states are responsible for some of those funds. And yeah. the way that is set up right now, I mean, unemployment isn't a you know, apply, get it tomorrow type thing. The way that it's set up right now, the states would have to rework their unemployment benefits to also account for the fact that they have to give more money to um uh to people based on this executive order. One, and then two, they would also have to opt into doing it, right? States have to agree to do that. So if your state doesn't agree to do it, you don't get the additional money that came with, quote unquote, the executive order. Um, yeah. Most states are saying they don't have the money to do that. Uh, so I, yeah. I just don't see it as a thing. But that's just me, y'all. Yeah. No, I mean, that's 100%. Even with the, the housing, you know, the housing thing, he, it was an executive order to order... Um, the officials to consider not evicting people so you know it's really not uh, a bunch of it was nothing you know really um was, you know, all that shit she was talking about not wanting people on the streets right like that was a whole campaign thing for him right when they I just i don't like we're i'm preventing evictions because i don't want people on the street and then you do this and you're saying i'm going to help as many people as i possibly can and this is suggestion my guy like that's what and, 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 and and just to sh- and just to show people the scale of of you know what we're facing with Corona, last year there was a, an average of three point six million uh, evictions um, before this coronavirus pandemic. Um, there's predictions that evictions could reach thirty to forty million uh, yeah. renters who who would be at risk of eviction in the coming months. So you know this is this is ten, you know ten ten and a half times. Well, not ten and a half, but ten—you know—to about ten times uh, more severe than a, an average year, and mm-hmm. that, you know, incited Trump to consider halting evictions. But here's um, the thing, too. Here's the thing: like what we just spoke about is that he does like 
he has not read the Constitution. He does not expand. He does not understand the realm of his powers. Clearly, he has no idea what is too much and what is too little. So it speaks to his just innate character as an evil human being for you to understand, for you not to understand the scope of your powers and not do everything that you can do to prevent evictions, right? So he can't even explain to you that he didn't say don't evict people because he didn't, he didn't think the president could do that because he did a bunch of other shit that he doesn't, that he knows the president can't do. So he just decided not to uh, remove evictions because he's a dick. Like there's no other way to put that. He's a dick. Yeah. I just man, this man is a joke, dog. Yeah, I mean, and it's frustrating. It is frustrating, but um, it is it is the guy we got for right now. So hopefully, you know, this incites folks to go out to the polls in November, get this man out of here, um, so that we can get back on the right course. Um, but with that, we're gonna go ahead and transition into our next point. Um, this is coming out of Louisville. Um, so actually. On Sunday, Louisville's police department announced that all pedestrians, including protesters, must stay on the city sidewalks, follow pedestrian traffic laws, and not block intersections for any period of time. Um, this is after, uh, you know, they, they call it an intense round of protests on Saturday uh, that led to 12 arrests. Um, uh, Louisville's police department issued a statement on Twitter saying, um, LMPD, and that's Louisville Metro Police Department, continues to balance the First Amendment right to protest with the public safety needs of the entire community. For nearly 75 days, Louisville residents have taken to the streets to express their desire for accountability and change. Um, and then it lists the restrictions that are announced. Um, so it is ironic. One, their statement is, is contradictory. Um, that they're trying to balance their First Amendment rights with public safety. Um, because generally, if the police aren't there to confront protesters, um, there is no confrontation and there is, you know, there's no violence. There, it, um, after, after the federal troops withdrew from Portland, the next couple of days until police started coming back out in numbers, protests were pretty much peaceful. Um, so... I, I found this really disturbing. Um, one, in that, you know, it, it sets a precedent for other uh, police departments and, and municipalities to uh, start trying to control people's ability to protest. Um, obviously, you can't gather as many people on a sidewalk as you can on a street, right? Um, and the purpose of protesting, in, in its essence, is to be disruptive. It's peaceful. Um, peaceful disruption, uh, um, uh, civil disobedience, you know, that's, that's what, it, that's what they called it. Um, in the civil rights movement, you want to be civilly disobedient. So you're breaking, you're breaking the law, but in a peaceful way, and obviously not any violent laws or anything like that. So Louisville's essentially saying that you guys can't gather on the streets, you can't block any lights, you can't, um, stand anywhere that's not uh, designated for you to stand, um, which is just going to lead to more people getting arrested. Um, and these people are obviously in support of Black Lives Matter. Um, obviously, gonna, uh, a lot of them are going to be Black because that's just the way things turn out. So um, this is kind of a disturbing announcement for me when I read it. It just feels like it's trash, bro. 
I mean, I don't even know how else to put that into context. Um, I, I mean, Louisville was a little dangerous, though, right? Mm. Uh, like, Louisville was, was the spot where, like, people first started shooting. Um, so that was, I mean, I don't know. I don't, man, I don't know. I, it just, all of this feels so simple in my head. And I don't know how else to, to kind of make myself, I'm working on it. I'm definitely working on it. But I don't know how else to kind of make myself see it as not simple, right? Like, it doesn't yeah. seem difficult to, uh, for the, like, police department, for the leadership in Louisville to take responsibility for Breonna Taylor and work with their community to, like, make sure something like that doesn't happen again and offer additional steps of accountability. It just doesn't seem that difficult. But for some reason, it is. And for some reason, it's it's kind of evolved, like, evolved into this thing where now niggas can't walk on the street when they protest. Like, it just doesn't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have much to say because it's not, it's not computing in my head and I don't know how to put it together. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on it, but I, I just genuinely don't know how to put it together. Right. I, I don't know. I, I know that the, the response is it's a lot simpler than that feels. Um, what's the word? Uh, not not nonchalant, but it just it's not effective in this moment because you like when you come to somebody and say, hey, revamp your police system. Right. Like you, you need to have an idea connected to it. Uh, but it just seems like like somebody died bro and they shouldn't have and your police system is the reason and i'm sure if we took a look at all of the people that have died within the realm of your police system most of them shouldn't have right and that's the issue um that is by far the issue so i don't understand why we can't sit down at a table and and like work this out in a way that all of us walk away feeling better Mm -hmm. about it but there's some there's some respect to this where like our government sees it as combative I'm, I'm talking about local uh and state as well as federal sees it as combative whether as opposed to like an opportunity to work with people and i just don't know how to respond right now i just genuinely don't yeah that's I think real and, stupid, if that may, like i guess that would but i just think this is stupid go ahead yeah um to me to me it, it kind of showed further that that the country is their goal is more so to stop the protesting and not to address the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've had a lot of superficial changes in the last few months. Uh, you know, people, even municipalities, government, state governments announcing the federal statues are going to be taken down and we're going to rename this school and do this um, and do that. Uh, even even in Louisville, um, you know, they, they did pass the Brian, Brianna's Law, which bans the use of no-knock warrants. Um, but like none of them seem to be a adjur- except in Minneapolis. So yeah, it, it just seems like they're they're deflecting from the the problem and de- deflecting from addressing the issue. Um, but you know, we we've talked a little bit about Breonna Taylor's case. Actually, we've talked a lot about it on on the show and on our lives and things of that nature. Um, but do you think that that plays a part any in the actions of Louisville's police department in terms of like the legality of um, what Black Lives Matter is calling for, which is the arrest of the the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor, um, and just how that will work. What do you, you know? mean? Do I because because you know you know because we we talked about how legally speaking, there's not much room for pro, you know grounds for prosecution. 
Um, and I still, yeah, what, I still don't think that's the thing. In terms of what? Her, like, the, the officers being charged and prosecuted. I still don't think that's the thing. Yeah, so you're saying you don't think that they will be? I mean, no, no. I mean, I think, I think, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to say never because I think you can create a scenario where you charge them. I don't think they're convicted for a crime, which is the issue, right? Like we, we compare or we put uh, specifically with like police type of situations, right? Like, like our inclination as a, as a, as a group, as a nation is to punish people who do bad things. And so we have a way of punishment that we feel like, you know, works, right? And so mm-hmm. in our heads, you know, once you arrest these people, once you arrest these cops, they are punished for the action that they, you know, did, right? Um, they're punished for their negligence. It doesn't really change the, the situation. It doesn't really change the narrative, right? Like once you take that to court, you're not, you're not judging whether or not like, um, what are you, I, I don't want to say you're not judging. What you're looking for is whether or not a person killed someone else intentionally or uninten- unintentionally and if it could have been avoided, right? Mm-hmm. The way that our legal structure is set up, I don't believe there's an answer to the question it could have been avoided. I mean, even when we had the conversation with the, with the police officers, right? That what if factor is what we give police officers on a consistent basis. So if your if your if your answer is if your question is you know uh, when the cops started shooting uh, at Brianna Taylor or when the cops shot, saw shots coming at them like what if they're at the right house what if that person is trying to kill them right like what if like this is actually a guilty yeah. person which is what they had the idea of it was uh, and one of them had been like worse shot worse than just a shot in the leg right all of that factors in. And when you're looking at things from a legal perspective, one thing that you one thing that the detective kept saying was, um, uh, you know, uh, it, 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 it was a clean thing, right? Like uh, this is this was an off conversation, but when we talked about specific instances, I'm not going to get into it. But uh, uh, the the perspective that he had was about the legality of each situation, right? Which yeah. is it was it was okay on a book's basis, like you know. Uh, that person didn't do anything wrong. It could have gone another way. In order to prevent it from going another way, we made these decisions that led to this thing, right? Um, that being said, if you look at it from that point of view, which our law- legal system does on a consistent basis, that only has a way of like kind of underlining the police, uh, the police system that we already have. Mm. And if you're going to underline it, then I don't see how... Like by those standards, you send any of these people to jail. I don't see how you send the people who uh, killed Elijah McClain to jail. I don't. I don't see how you see the people that killed Breonna, Breonna Taylor. Uh, I don't see how you send the people that killed Rayshard Brooks. I just don't see how you send them to jail for those actions using this as a barometer to determine whether or not their actions could have been prevented. Because legally speaking, quote unquote, they didn't do anything wrong, and I think so, that's yeah. the issue. That's real. And, and I guess my question was more so tailored towards, do you think that, you know, what you just said played a played a part in Louisville's police department's decision to start restricting protests? And like, oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. I, I, I went on a whole nother thing. Absolutely. Because I, I, I think they know that. Right. Like, that's my point. 
I think they are of the like of, of, of like have definitely come to the realization that there's nothing they're going to do that leads to punishment for these people. Yeah. So at this point, you're you are petitioning for something, you are arguing for something, but they're just waiting to fall out of the headlines. Um, and if it doesn't fall out of the headlines, then they may they may appease you and they may go put some people in handcuffs. But that doesn't mean that they're going to go to jail. It just means that they're going to wait until they're in front of a judge or a jury. Uh, um, or like, you know, uh, to, to be indicted. And then either they will be indicted or they won't be. I, I doubt they will be. But if they are indicted, then they'll go to trial and then they will be let free. Like, because yeah. and I think that they did things right. Yeah. And I think I think you can even see that with how they're handling, um, you know, the Rayshard Brooks situation in Atlanta. You know, they, they arrested those officers, um, pro- announced charges on them. Um, and both you and I and the officers that we discussed, um, uh, we didn't we didn't discuss it on the yeah. on the live, but um, you know we don't think that, that those officers are going to end up being convicted for uh, the charges that are brought against them. Um, but the protests in Atlanta have substantially slowed down. But um, to be clear, I'm, well, I don't, I want to I'm not going to put words into your mouth. But to be clear, we're not I'm not saying that because of of like because I don't think the officer did anything wrong, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying it because I think we should be moving away from this type of system anyway. Uh, but a part of the reason that we should be moving away from this type of system is because I think it it works or we perceive it to be, we say it's broken, quote unquote, but I think it works exactly how it's supposed to work, which is that bad people get punished. The issue is that, you know, that bad people is subjective. Um, and uh, we, like, you know, white people have less of a tendency in terms of how we view things to be bad people. Yeah, like police officers have like some type of cushion before we put them into persp- into the space of bad people. Black people don't like black people like have to get out of the space of bad people in order to be protected. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that being said, uh, when you look at you know these specific police officers in these cases, police officers have to do the utmost in order for us to send them to jail for murder, right? Like, I, in my head. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure I'm not factoring in every case, but there were a number of different police officers who had murdered people before Walter Scott was murdered. The only difference between we saw Walter Scott do a thing that was purely evil, therefore he went to jail. I mean, not Walter Scott, but do a thing that was purely, therefore he went to jail, right? Um, But there was a bunch of police officers before that that murdered people. There was a bunch of people after that that murdered people. And it was always like, well, what if, right? And because of that, what if, I think they acted in the best way possible. So we're going to move on. But at the end of the day, an innocent person died. So it's just like, it is what it is. That's 100%. So um, y'all let us know y'all's thoughts um, Mm -hmm. on Louisville trying to crack down on these protests. Um, I I think it's trash. Uh, Kern thinks it's trash. Um, But if y'all think it's cool, let us know. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> so now we're going to jump into our as Kern would say our nappy headed host shit <laughs> um, but make it the style well I guess I don't know if that was appropriate but I don't no. know make it, make it. I guess because of the cause of <laughs> yeah because of the context of the, of the conversation like, if you listen to us you know we say that all the time that ain't got nothing to yeah, do with the time not a shot at nobody I promise Meg I love you Cardi I love you that is hilarious I didn't even think about that bro. yeah no. Nah. um but Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B dropped a song 
um, this past week. It's called WAP, mm. and it busts. And bad, yeah, no, nah, I mean it, it kind of go crazy. Um, it, it's it like broke all kinds of records on YouTube for like the most viewed video videos. Wow, parental advisory, you know, content, all that explicit content warning and everything. Um, it's a, it's not like no nudity or anything like that, but it is a very sexual, um, sexually orient oriented song. Um, there was a lot of, uh, I don't know if I'll call it outrage, but like just pushback against the song, um, specifically from the male community, um, black males, white males, all, all sorts of males. Um, they just were talking, um, I believe, there, there's a, a person running for Congress. Um, we put it up on the page. What, what was it? Do you yeah, remember his name? Uh, no, I don't remember his name, bro. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's running. He's running for um, Congress in Cali, and he put it up saying that um, he accidentally listened to the song, and uh, this is what happens when you don't have father figures and all this really wild, crazy stuff. Um, about a song essentially that's just about sex and women enjoying sex. <laughs> um, Yo, I, listen. That song is full of fantastic bars. No, I mean there's bars all in it. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. It's a hundred percent about sex the whole time. Uh, but it's the way that they do they describe it is pretty pretty uh pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, his name is James Bradley. He's a House candidate in um in Cali. Uh, and he yeah you're right. He said that they had. <laughs> he said that they uh had well, they had no they didn't have God in their homes and they didn't have father figures. Huh. And he heard the whole song accidentally, uh, but it made him want to pour holy water in his ears and he feels huh. sorry for the future girls if these women are their role models. So yeah. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. That was a uh, a hell of a statement right there. That's um, what I didn't even think that was the worst one though. Like he he was just he's you know, he's just a trash nigga. Deanna Lorraine, she said that Cardi and Meg with the song set the entire female generation back by a hundred years. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was that was the <laughs> When did when was when did women get granted the right to vote? Like <laughs> does she think that this is gonna result in women getting their voting rights revoked? <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. No, man. It was um it got some vicious responses, man. I was I was really shocked. I was really shocked. Not really, man. People trash. But uh <laughs> yeah, but I the song was dope, man. Like Yeah, I mean so a lot of the uproar is just like about how obviously how sexual the song was and how um un I'll say just like they were they weren't discreet about what they were saying you know like it wasn't many uh, there were analogies and metaphors but like when when they wanted you to know what they was talking about you knew what they was talking about um and you know so there was a lot of uproar about that and a lot of the push uh the, the counter to that uproar was that you know men make songs about sex and the stuff all the time um and i i remember i shared a post about it and actually got some pushback just in and um, you know, some some people are saying like I I don't agree with it on either side, right? Like I don't think either side should be doing this, right? 
and you know my thing is like why does the conversation always come up when the woman does it right like you talk like then speak up like, you know like when windows to the wall been playing at like you know 15 year old parties since since it came out bro. like if you don't agree with it then we sh- you shouldn't ever shut up the only thing on my timeline should be you complaining about rap music. what bro i'm like i'm like have y'all heard r&b have y'all heard r&b like like chris brown and uh trey songs like bro they they be nasty bro like it's they, their songs aren't like for the for no the ears of babes they're not um but you know i i, I just found a lot of the the arguments interesting um you know so it, i don't understand many of them to me uh, i've actually seen a, a something trending on um twitter saying that wop stand it, it really stands for wet ass pussy um i'm sorry anybody who feels offended when i said it but that's what it stands for um but that's what it's about yeah yeah um but (laughs) some women are are flipping it saying it stands for women against patriarchy and i've been rocking i like i mean obviously that's not what cardi intended for it to mean in the in the song um but i think that is kind of what it's coming to stand for for women um it's just like we're not like we don't have to adhere to the laws and uh and suggestions of men um and that's kind of what i've been arguing all week is that you know women women have been told what's sexy and been told what's wifey material and been told what's this what's that cardi b is a whole wife got a whole child was talking all that nasty stuff about doing it to her husband i presume you know like and everybody's upset about it but it's like this is what this is what this is what happens when you get this is what y'all wanted you get married and you get to you get to have sex that's like the that's the thing Cardi said, I don't cook, I don't clean, but I'm going to tell you how I got this ring. And I was like, hey. yo. <laughs> hey. I was like, something yo. Out. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody's out here. Offset must be happy, boy. Yeah, man, he's a happy uh, guy. Listen, nah, man, this song was good, dog. The song was good. The vibe was fresh. Uh, it had bars in it. I thought they did a good job of rapping. Uh, niggas gonna be mad, man. I actually wrote an article about this, man. Um, yeah, be mad. They they just stay mad. Like, not even. But to be clear, it was it was a bunch of different people. Like I like this. I saw a lot of women disapproving of it as well. Uh, and I just think, I don't know, man. I just don't care. I I, I just don't care. I think people just gotta be like, specifically black women i think people like just want to uh, it's just easy for people to come at black women for some strange reason um like white people don't drop songs about sex all the time right and that's what i'm saying like there's country um, songs about all this raunchy nasty stuff no, and don't no. nobody say nothing um i mean i'm just it's just it's just interesting it's just interesting that's it but um niggas, you, so uh, there's a couple of points i want to make uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I will, like I said, it was a bunch of different people, but I'm, I'm gonna focus on niggas because that's what I want to do. Uh, I just think that like we have a problem with with like black women doing anything, if that makes any sense, right? Like it's just, it's just like we just, I don't know what it is, but it just makes us uncomfortable, right? Like, do it, it, it's interesting to me that um that like uh kamala harris was like on the hot seat last week for like being too ambitious right mm. like, like like if joe chooses her she's gonna want to be president too bad right 
Um, and and like that was a bad thing. And then this week, it's like Cardi and Meg, and it's like, yo, like they need to be thinking about all the things that they could possibly be showing young women uh, that they could do later. Like, do you want them to be the role models for your kids? And it's like, no, we would like Kamala to be the role, even if that's the case. But I'm saying, I'm saying in this type of perception, I'm saying if the answer is no, we want Kamala to be the the role model for our children. Y'all don't even want her. Y'all think that her being focused on being president is too much. Right, so like I don't. There's no really balance there. I'm, right. I'm people, to what you want people was people was people was saying that Beyonce was a Satan worshiper because she released Black is King. Bro, this is and then insane. and then they say that uh, Megan Megan Cardi is is not having no queen energy. So I'm like, bro, <laughs> Beyonce just released the whole video. Yeah, like, date, it's just it's a comfortable space for people to be in where they like consistently come at black women, even even to the point where, right, moving moving along from that, even to the point where, nigga, we just had a whole incident, right? We had a conversation about it on the podcast too, about J. Cole coming at no name about like the the tone where she rap, or like where she mm. talks. Um, no name is one of those rappers, one of those females rappers that apparently niggas was excuse me, niggas was in love with this week because I've never heard him talk about any of them. But all of a sudden this week, this song drops and niggas is like, we need to uplift women that don't be talking about sex in their songs. Like, you know? And to be clear, No Name is definitely one of those rappers. But like a few weeks ago, a few months ago, when J. Cole was like, about a month ago, when J. Cole was like, yo, No Name need to fix her tone. And everybody, and you know, black women were like, nah, that's kind of messed up, bro. Y'all was like, hell no, nah. she need to figure out how she talked to him. Right. Like, she's like, she's like, like, people aren't going to understand if you just start antagonizing them. <laughs> yeah. bro, like, so they can't talk about sex, but they can only talk about the other stuff in the exact way that you want them to talk about the other stuff. It's, it's a lot of trash. It's just a lot of... And, and you know what it's real reminiscent of? What? How white white people telling black people how to protest? Oh, is it though? Is mm. it? But but folks folks can't make that connection, and that's the crazy <laughs> thing is like the dots just don't connect for some people. Bro, what? It's the same right. exact thing. But yeah, all in all, I want that song is this song is fresh. Like their lyrics are dope, uh, but also that production, that beat boy. Oh yeah, no, nah, the video the video is fire. The oh video is fire. God. How you feel about how'd you feel about Kylie? Kylie, was everybody playing. was mad because Kylie was in it. Bro, I'm not. I, was, I, was I wanted Jordan. Play. I wanted Jordan Woods to be in it. Listen, I'm ignoring. <laughs> I'm ignoring all the things that I didn't like, and I'm just talking about. Things <laughs> he, like said, he said, the, the, yeah. "Why the fuck the, the good parts pick up for it?" Hey, bro, huh? why the fuck the music stop? That was my thing. Like, bro. it wasn't even just like Kylie was in the video. Why? She stopped the show, bro. She, oh, she's really? a showstopper. Why is Kylie strutting down the hallway? The music stops. Cardi and Meg start looking. And I'm like, yo, who's coming? Like, possibly in his Kylie fucking gender dog. Come on. And she just walked into a door. Like, she oh. didn't even dance. She didn't do nothing. She just walked into the door. Uh, you know, uh, but, you know, to be, to be a little gossipy, uh, you know, she was involved in that whole thing. Where Meg ended up getting shot, so yeah, this had to, this must have been recorded beforehand. That's what I was thinking. I was I, like, was this was this recorded recently, or must not have I been? Had to be beforehand, because I mean, because she's been shot. So, I, but I don't know if the thing is still on. But uh, yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? So yeah, yeah. um, all in all, uh, you know, I, I fucked with it heavy, bro. I fucked with it heavy. 
Um, That's real. I, I thought it was fire. Um, I put. I actually wrote my thoughts out. I was actually really, really fucking with it and getting upset with people. You know, I got yeah, nah. On that. What'd you note, say? On that note, some niggas have been real disrespectful as of late because I wrote my thoughts out. Just so everybody knows. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I, it's not that I feel some type of way because I, I really just don't care, but it's interesting to me how disrespectful niggas have gotten when I like just say something. I don't even be coming at niggas, to be clear, I'm talking about black men. I don't even be coming at black men. I really don't. Like, I don't say anything about them that's like extremely negative. About mm. that's extremely negative. I like, even in the article that I wrote, there's one paragraph, right? There's a ton of stuff that I say. Right. And then there's one paragraph where I say specifically black men, uh, yo, this is kind of messed up. These women can talk about whatever they want to talk about. We let black artists, black male artists do it all the time. And uh, then I made the no name point, which is that like there are black women that talk about all types of stuff. But we also support when men tell them to not talk about stuff in the way that they talk about. Yeah. And bro. Niggas hit me with just the rudest language. My inbox was just on, on ten, right? Um, getting called names and stuff, and you know, telling me that I I don't be writing well. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, it was very, it was very not to you know not to mention I'm a, I'm a flex a little bit. You know, it's not to mention that when I took my SAT, I was in the top ten percent of writers in the country. But top ten, top ten, top ten. Niggas told me I don't be writing well, so you know what I mean. Um, but it was the, the the vitriol was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah, man. I don't question your writing, bro. I read your I read your article. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, you read it? Yeah, I thought it was great. I didn't know you read it. Yeah, I checked it out a little bit. Well, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. I didn't know you read it, dog. Oh, uh, y'all got to support you, feel me? Um, but anyway, um, y'all let us know what y'all think. Is WAP cool? Is WAP not cool? Comment, share, all that great stuff. Um, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. We're we approaching that time. Um, I guess we're going to jump in the best thing you saw this week. Do you have one? Oh, news, you want me to... We got news. Um, bro, you, I'm, I was going to do news last because we always end on news. No, we end on best thing you saw this week. We do news. All right, so Karen want to switch the, switch the order of things. So we're going to do the news. Do you listen um, to these episodes? Uh, bro, I thing? listen to every episode, bro. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. You switch in the order. You switch. All right. So y'all let us know. Everybody, if, if y'all see the next the next release of the episode, let us know if we do news or best <laughs> thing we saw first. I want I want to see comments. We're gonna how have a vote. We're gonna have much? a telly. I'm gonna vote for me. Y'all let y'all let us much? know. How much are we betting? Huh? How much are we betting? We can talk about this offline, Karen. Let's, I, I, let's bet a chocolate I gotta chip listen cookie. to a couple of episodes before I no, before let's I make bet it a eat. chocolate chip cookie that we can right. use. With the M and M's, I want, I want, I want made from scratch though, made from scratch chocolate chip cookie. I can do that. I can do that. But I want right. one with the M and M's. M and M's. Yes. All right. That's okay. bad. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I'm, so I'm virtually, I'm virtually shaking your hand right now. Okay. So the bet is that we're we're saying that we typically do news last. Yes. We and end on saying news. we do, and I'm saying we do. Okay. Bet. Absolutely. All right. So All right. y'all let us know. Uh. Uh, let's get into this news. Who you want to uh, go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I don't know if y'all saw, we posted on the page, but there was a, there was a huge explosion in Lebanon um, that was caused by um, like a 
chemicals um, related to bombs, bomb manufacturing. It wasn't like a bomb detonated or anybody dropped a bomb. Um, but basically the, the plant that those chemicals were in was just located in a bad place and they ended up going off. But if you saw the explosion, um, they're like, people thought that somebody dropped a nuke on Lebanon um, because of the size of the cloud and everything like that. Um, and 200 people or more than 200 people died. Um, the, the impact of the explosion was devastating. Um, so that, that's one part of the news, but also following that earlier today, um, Lebanon's prime minister actually announced that he and the rest of his government are resigning. Um, so that, that's, that's interesting um, because the whole government's leaving. Um, and they're going to have like an interim government until they can like re restructure and reestablish a permanent government. Um, but that that's going to be an interesting situation to watch um, over in an area that is already, you know, fair, fairly known for tension, you know, and uh, wars. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, they were protesting all weekend, dog. After that. Yeah. Protesting all weekend. Um. Somebody tried to kill Donald Trump. Shut uh, up. I'm dead. It was a shooting. And it was a police involved shooting. And it was not about nothing with Donald, I don't think. It's not true. Was it? Was there somebody really try to kill Donald? The Secret Service had to kill that dude, had to shoot that dude. It happened outside the White House. I, li- I mean, I was reading that before we got on, before we got on the, the thing, and I didn't see nothing about no Secret Service killing nobody trying to kill Donald Trump. Hold up, what? Hold up. So you saying you saying it was the police? Yes, yeah, Secret Service. That he left with Secret Service. Secret Service didn't kill them. It was a police involved shooting outside, but Secret Service just escorted Donald Trump away. Oh. Why? Oh well, no, no. I, I don't know, but No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're good. That's what happened. There was a I didn't I see I see that the Secret Service, uh, like, a Secret Service officer was transported to the hospital. So I'm assuming that's because that the Secret Service officer was involved in the shooting. Um, I didn't see anything about the police. Maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm sure there's Secret Service officers all around. So it could have been. So, but, um, yeah. but anyway, yeah. yeah. I, was it really somebody was trying to kill him, though? No, I was just talking shit. Uh, okay, that's what I thought. I, I, I mean, was I, like, would, I, I would assume that. if you have a gun near the White House, that's your... That's your prerogative. I mean, yeah, what me else would you be trying to do? I don't understand. Uh, um, okay, I don't want to say that. Never mind. Um. <laughs> I was. I thought I was very politically correct. I just. I just thought. No, I mean, I, I was just gonna say, like, how how serious? Are you? Like, he couldn't have really been trying to kill Donald Trump if he just running up to the gate with a gun. Like, I mean, but, you know, they be doing stuff. You remember when Obama was president? Somebody ran into the joint with a car. <laughs> Uh, but that was a oh, black. I do that was a black woman, and she had mental health issues, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well. Um, anyway, uh, are we glad that Donald's okay? <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't know how to wrap that up. I'm trying to. Like, is that something that we say? I don't know. <laughs> I think we're. I think we are we're glad nobody got going to the well, next. I think we're moving on to the next. Yeah, all right, next news topic. Um, <laughs> Kanye specified that his campaign's goal was to hurt Joe Biden's campaign. So in other news, Kanye um, 
continues to prove that he is trash and he is not the man that y'all thought he was. Or he's exactly the man that we thought he was, but some of y'all been looking goofy, so. Okay. Uh, I know you don't like talking about Kanye, so I just had to throw that in there. I mean, that's why, though. Like, what you just said is literally why I don't like talking about Kanye. Um, so, we all know Georgia schools have reopened uh-huh. because we're great. Cherokee County School District, they started classes on August 3rd, and uh, since they started classes, uh, 826 students are now in quarantine. Wow. Possible exposure to coronavirus. So, yeah. That, that just destroys my last story. Uh, no shade. I just want everybody to, you know, keep in mind that, uh, I mean, that's it. I don't, there's really not anything for y'all to keep in mind, man. It's pretty trash. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What no idea. What um, mine's actually really closely related to that. Um, there, there was a viral picture um, of a school in Georgia, uh, Paulding County High School. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, just showing the classes were like, People were transitioning through classes, no masks, no anything. Um, and students were being threatened with suspension. Actually, a student wasn't not even threatened. She actually did get a five-day suspension for posting that uh, those pictures online. Um, and faculty was being, you know, quote, not, not threatened per se, but, um, you know, reminded of consequences for uh, alleging that there was a problem with anything happening inside of Paulding County High School. Um, with that being said, they've decided that they're going to shut down for two days after uh, six students and three staff have officially tested positive. Two days. Um, a lot of people would, what'd you say? Two days? Yeah. So one, I was going to say, I, a lot of people have said that the, those numbers are a lot higher um, and that, you know, so those numbers aren't being reported, but um, two days does nothing. Like, but that's not the rules. The rules is two weeks. That's what we, yeah. we've probably been told. The rule is fourteen days. Yeah, but they said they they said they're going to give it a two day break and then they're going to resume classes. So, um, and then Brian Kemp also said that he thinks the opening of schools in Georgia is going well. So, with uh, that that's interesting. He's also trash. If y'all didn't know, two days. Mm-hmm. Oh. Georgia's man, Georgia's great. Y'all should come here. Uh, a lot of. Uh, I mean, there's cool people here, but half of. I mean, actually, there's cool people around this little area. You go down south. I don't know, but um, <laughs> anyway, uh, best thing you saw this week. Uh, it's crazy because you, you, there's this. The, I love this section. But I saw something like last Tuesday that I was mm-hmm. like, yo, I need to remember what that is so I can use it on the best thing I saw this week. Because this is definitely going to be the best thing I saw this week. And I no longer remember. So, uh, it's crazy. I, and I thought I put it somewhere. So I, I was looking, but I don't actually think I see it. Um, so best thing I saw this week, as in like this thing that got me the most hype, I, I think I might like have to chicken out and say the WAP music video. Okay, that's yeah. fair. 
don't, I don't think that's chickening out. Um, so that's valid. For me, um, uh, the Atlanta Dream and Phoenix Mercury wore uh, the Warnock shirts before their game. Um, oh, yeah. War- yeah, and I thought that was fantastic because um, Kelly Loeffler is an owner of the Atlanta Dream, and she's currently um, the interim um, senator, uh, mm-hmm. Georgia senator, um, and she's running for re-election in November against um, – Asa Warner. Yeah, Carson Warnock. And um, so they wore those shirts to support, um, and I thought that was just a – one, the WNBA always – uh, in in my opinion, stands far and above um, any other sports um, friend or organization um, in terms of addressing civil rights and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, one because of what they're sacrificing, right? Like Maya Moore, they don't they don't get paid as much as NBA. So you know, you pay you play five years in the NBA, and you take a year off. You know, you got money saved up, presumably, if you're not just spending it away, right? The WNBA get players get paid paid substantially less, and then you have players like Maya Moore who, in the in the prime of their career, are taking you know years off to go address, um, you know, social injustices. Um, even as a whole, um, the the players and the coaches and um, owners and everything like that, generally speaking, are very supportive of um, social justice movements. I think. Um, and this was just another show of that, so I thought it was fantastic to see. And I hate Kelly Loeffler, so yeah, she's trash. I remember, I found it. Hey, I, it had to do with the WAP video. I don't know if you've seen it, but I shared it. I thought it was hilarious. So when the WAP video dropped, some dude whose YouTube profile is named Unle- Unleavened Bread, he 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 commented on the video. And his comment was Matthew 5.28 But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed <laughs> adultery with her already in his heart. And I cried. <laughs> I don't know if he meant it as a joke or if he was like dead serious. Either way, it was the funniest thing I've ever read. Um, he just let, he just let everybody know. He said, everybody who's looking at this, y'all are sinners. <laughs> after he watched the video, though. After, after he watched the video, like I don't know if he was joke. If he was joking, I think it's funnier. But also, if he, I can't even say that because if he was serious, it's still hilarious, bro. I think it's more funny if he entire thing, bro. I think it's I think it's more funny if he if he didn't um, or if he was if he was serious because yeah. you just gotta imagine he's watching the video. He's like, this is making me lust after women. Ugh, I better remind <laughs> these people this is bad. <laughs> oh, I just said. He said, well, I'm sorry, God. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely the best thing I saw this week. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Um, again, it's been another great week uh, with my man Kerm and the, and the whole team. Um, it's really just me and Kerm. So I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> <laughs> but we, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, no, we do. We got, yeah, we got, we got some. Yeah, we do have a team. I'm sorry. We do have a team. Yeah. Um. So the whole team, everybody out here working and everything like that. We appreciate y'all. I mean, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, the Facebook page has been doing really, really well. Um, obviously, we'd like to get as much of that transitioned over, or translated into our podcast as well. So if y'all could share, um, like you know, share with a couple friends, send it to them, tell them to check it out, um, and then just subscribe and um, 
you know, like, like the page and everything like that. That'd be fantastic. We appreciate y'all. Um, and we are con- con- going to continue to push out the content. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll discuss off air, but yes, sir. All right. Sounds good. All right. Y'all stay woke. Stay restless. Be easy. <laughs>